0: hello and welcome to the brain care podcast a practical and impactful series of snappy episodes on how to optimize your mental health and performance so you can reach your full potential my name is dan murray Serta, and i'm the co-founder at heights we make smart supplements and clever content with the world's leading experts to help you take care of your brain so it can take care of you Welcome back to the Brain Care Podcast. In honor of Mental Health Awareness Week, we've got Nawal Mustafa back on the show to share her expertise on all things to do with brain and mental well-being. Now, for those who didn't catch her last time, Nawal is a PhD student studying clinical neuropsychology and she is a brain health and mental well-being influencer on Instagram, where she posts resources for those who may not have the means or courage to access professional mental health help. Now, in the previous episode, she shared her top 10 tips for good mental health. And today, she's going to be telling us what activities we can do to improve our mental health and well-being. So firstly, Noel, welcome back. Where do you want to start?
1: Thank you for having me again, Dan. And I, I think we can talk about this for hours. So it is a difficult, it's difficult to tell where to start, but I the conversation that we'll have today is going to be about really what we can do to improve our mental health and have some actionable plans going forward. So hopefully those of you who are listening can get some insight into you know what you can start doing, t- starting tomorrow even.
0: Let's start off with a kind of obvious question, I guess, but why does the state of our mental health actually matter? What does it determine in our lives?
1: Our mental health, is basically how we perceive the world, how we perceive ourselves, and that shows up in literally everything that we do, right? So focusing on our mental health, checking in on ourselves, allows us to function at our best, at our most optimal level in our relationships, in our professional life, and the relationship that we have with ourselves. This is why it is very, very important to focus on our psychological or mental health as much as we focus on our physical health.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm a big, big proponent of that and I couldn't agree more. Um, What kind of factors then contribute to our mental health issues?
1: So when we look at what is causing our mental health to decline, there are a few things that we can notice. But the factors that lead to poor mental health usually have to do with us treating ourselves poorly. So we're overly critical of what we do and we just allow our inner critic to get louder and louder and start to control us, we might start internalizing our negative experiences and identifying ourselves through them. So, you know, if we face failure and we label ourselves as a failure, that's going to lead us to neglect our mental health and disempower ourselves. If we're overworking and not checking in on ourselves, we're isolating ourselves, all these factors relate to poor mental health. And there are some ways that we can actually determine if our mental health is declining. You know, if we see noticeable changes in our mood, so we notice ourselves getting highly irritable or very emotional at certain times, that shows that our mental health is declining. Uh, If we start to lose interest in activities that we previously enjoyed, so you don't feel excited or motivated to do the same thing that you might have enjoyed previously, our mental health is declining. And other few things are change in our appetite or our sleep, or if you're finding it more difficult to pay attention or concentrate on things, you start to withdraw from family or friends and you might notice a drop in your overall functioning. So how efficiently you used to do tasks, you can't do that anymore because of all these factors that I've discussed. And again, that this is a loop. So when our mental health starts declining, we start to neglect all these things. And what the signs are also us neglecting various aspects that lead to good mental health. Ultimately, we're just going down this rabbit hole of poor mental health and self-sabotage.
0: Okay, what are mental health activities then? So give us some idea of the things that we can do.
1: Yeah, so the first and foremost is moving our bodies. Go for a walk or a light jog if you can. At home, you can do workouts such as stretching, doing chores around the house, or you can even put on a home workout video. Uh, there's so much on YouTube right now, especially You know, a lot of uh, trainers that have been putting out videos on YouTube during this time, and these are no equipment workouts at home. Put one on and just get going, or put a dance video on and start dancing if that's your thing, you know? There's so many ways that we can move our body, and fortunately, because of the internet, we have a lot more options than we would have perhaps a few decades ago. Another activity that I think is very important It's not everyone's thing, but I find it very valuable is journaling our thoughts. It doesn't have to be writing it down. You could just use guided journaling prompts and reiterate the answers out loud to yourself. So some guided journaling questions that you can ask yourself is, how have I been feeling lately? Or what about my life or circumstances is making me feel this way? What are some changes I can make in my life to minimize this feeling? So basically, you're using these prompts to check in on yourself and see if there are any changes that you want to make to improve your mental health in some way. Sometimes we just get in this autopilot mode and we just keep going on in our lives without really checking in on ourselves. And journaling allows us that space to do exactly that.
0: Love it. I'm a massive fan of journaling. And actually, one of the first things I I did, like going into this whole space, I didn't used to be in the mental well-being space whatsoever was learn about positive psychology from Martin Seligman. And you know, the three things that I'm grateful for that went well today. I've done that consistently for about four years now, every single day, and it makes such a difference.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The practice of gratitude is so important in a way that it makes us see the world in a different light. So if we can do that every morning for a few minutes, it's so, so important.
0: Okay, what about brain activities that can improve mental health then?
1: You know, there's been this uh, culture of doing these brain activities in a sense of playing chess and crossword puzzles and all these things that allow us to think a little bit more critically. But what's more important is any activity that allows us to think uh, in a way that is more critical or enhances our cognitive capacity, that is absolutely necessary. However, you have to do something that you enjoy. If you hate doing crossword puzzles, it's not really gonna help your brain health in a way that if you do something that it maybe requires less thinking on your end, but you enjoy doing. So there's this term called behavioral activation, which is an effective treatment uh, for depression especially. It relies on the interplay between activation and environmental reward. So it focuses on increasing adaptive pleasurable activities and decreasing maladaptive depression-maintaining activities. And when people start to intentionally engage in activities that they enjoy, they start to notice the connection between what they do and how they feel. And that's what's important for our brains more than anything else. To enhance cognitive functioning, again, you want to create routine and, uh, and structure in your day and Determine ways that that offload your memory, so you know again habits that you can form every day. But doing crosswords or playing chess is not going to improve your brain as much as something that you genuinely enjoy doing.
0: And what about activities that we can do outside? I mean, one that I do every single day, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't have as many followers on Instagram, sadly, but I'm, I'm also not as interesting, so fair enough. But um, I, I do do, I do post myself on my walk. Every single day, and have done throughout the whole pandemic rain, shine, irrelevant in my raincoat, um, with the sunglasses up, whatever it is.
1: So, yeah, what I love walking anytime I get to just go out the house, uh, walking is my thing. But again, some people enjoy running or jogging, uh, it increases intensity in, in the workout, so that is something that we can also do. But if We are just trying to go out in nature, maybe hiking or doing something, picnic in, you know, getting to a spot that you find really, really beautiful and having a little picnic there. That's an activity that you can do for yourself. And it's almost a form of self-care because you're doing it in a way that you enjoy. Other things could be just sitting outside in a nice coffee shop or a restaurant on a patio and, you know, having people around it doesn't have to be always greenery it could be nature in another sense but as long as you're stepping outside and doing some sort of activity even if it's not completely moving your body or exercising anything that allows you to get outside would be great
0: awesome thank you so much for this, Noel. it's been great but before you go i want to know what as this is the brain care podcast i want to know what you personally do on a daily basis to make sure that you're taking care of your brain?
1: So there are a few things that I try my best to do to take care of my mental health and my brain health. Uh, Something that I really try to follow is exercise. And I have this rule for myself where if I skip one day of exercise, I cannot skip the next day. So there is a one day rule. And whatever it is, even if it's 10 to 15 minutes, I try to do something with weights or strength train using, uh, you know, the kettlebell that I have and some weights, or I go out for a walk. That allows me to kind of get out of my head and just be in my zone. So that's the one thing that I do. And I also try to eat nutritious food as much as I can. But again, it ebbs and flows.
0: So basically, what you're saying is you're human.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it.
0: And you allow yourself some of the forgiveness if you don't get it perfect as well, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, we know what's good for us, but we don't always follow through with it. It's what matters is consistency. When we start to see that, okay, we're falling off our routine and our mental health practices in a way that allows us to be our best, you know, getting back into that routine is what matters. You have to stay consistent, even if you fall off for a few days or a few weeks.
0: 100%. Noelle, it's been a pleasure. Where can people go to find you on social media?
1: Instagram. That's where I'm at. So my Instagram is The Brain Coach. Uh, Thank you so much for having me, Dan. This was a really great conversation. I think we uh, can all learn from it. And I hope for those of you who are listening, got some insight from today's conversation.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Brain Care Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And follow us at Your Heights on Instagram and Twitter for daily doses of brain care. If you want to know more about how healthy your brain is, you can head to yourheights.com forward slash brain to get your free score from 1 to 100. See you next time.